and welcome back to the third episode of DMs with D and M, the podcast by two women who are just trying to make sense of the world one episode at a time. I'm Daniela Schiavo, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and best friend, Emily Sienta. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us again. Um, we'd like to start off by saying thank you for everyone's feedback for the first two episodes. Yes, seriously. Your feedback and support has been so overwhelming and also so un- unexpected. Yes. So to everyone who has not really listened but has helped promote us, thank you so, so much. It like makes us feel like we're doing something worthwhile, I feel like. It, it was just like I was so blown away by just people like reposting on their stories and messaging me. Um, but if you'd like to give us any more you know, recommendations or any feedback, please DM, DM us on Instagram at DNM Podcast or email us at HelloDNMs at gmail.com hello dot dnms at sorry i looked at it and yes, i was like shit at gnm did you I hear me dot. <laughs> wow no one's perfect <laughs> are they <laughs> no okay so sorry to clarify it is hello dot dnms at gmail.com so, and if you've tuned into the last two episodes you might have noticed how much we struggled <laughs> with our instagram handle so we changed it but then we messed up our email i so. know oh god we're just failing <laughs> we're failing but yeah no we did change Look, it it's a work in progress it, it's a work in progress <laughs> it was you know we sort of walked down and we're like non-negotiable we're gonna Absolutely. have to change this <laughs> yes so anyway how has your week been em let's talk about the pit and the peak of your week pit and the peak of my week okay so what should I start with? Um, we'll start with the peak. That's a nice start. It's a lovely start. The peak of my week. Probably today. Today's definitely the peak of my week. I've been waiting for us to come back in here since two weeks ago when we left. We left here in such, like, we had such a high. Like, we couldn't stop smiling and it was just, like, ridiculous. I feel like I've been waiting, like, waiting to come back. Um, what else is the peak of my week? Handmaid's Tale. Oh, have you watched it? I've watched episode one and two. Oh my god, I haven't watched it oh, yet. Oh my goodness, yeah, yep. They that was so that was nice. I feel, but I still feel weird with Game of Thrones being over. Oh, see, I'm a bit over. I've, I've really? decided to block it out. No. I'm like that season didn't exist. I'm not disappointed. It's mm, fine. I'm not. You know what happened? This oh, is no, probably the, maybe the pit of my week. I had a dream about. Oh god, <laughs> I'm not even joking. This is what it means. Like yeah. I had a dream about a particular character that was very very close to my heart. Mm-hmm that did not have the ending I desired and that the dream I had was a bit messed up like and then I woke up and I had to remind myself no that didn't happen oh so, so it was even worse than what actually happened or um it was a bit of both like it was uh, I can't say it without giving any spoilers okay. but yeah. it was like a kind of reminder of what happened but then also it was there was sort of two dreams about the same character. So one it was like... very confusing. I know. I'm, I woke up confused. It was one dream was like, hey, don't forget, this is how it ended for them. And then the other dream was like, this is what it could have been. Oh, like, so I just woke up messed up and it's just been playing on my <laughs> mind. And yeah, also works. work has been, I said, I think in the last, oh, the first podcast and the last one as well, how work's been stressful and it still continues to be stressful. Love it. Because why day. make anything easy? I agree. Why would you make anything easy? Like, why? Easy. I don't want easy. Why would I ever easy? want easy? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so, Who has anything to talk about when everything's easy? I know. Exactly. Like, we wouldn't have this podcast oh. if things were easy, would we? Love life. I know. Yeah. Love it. Love work. Love my job. Everything. Like, awesome. <laughs> um, so that's enough about me. <laughs> what about you? What was the um, pit and peak of your week? Well, this has been a big week. So I, mm, um, yeah, up until a couple of days ago, I was in Hong Kong. Mm. Um, 
And I mean, I could be cliche and say the peak of my week was literally being at Victoria Peak. <laughs> and, oh, um, yes. Like yes. that was really great. Like the view was incredible. But um, no, I think like I had a great week overall. But since being back, um, that's probably been the pit. <laughs> like it has been the pit. And not for anything, it's just I had so much to do when I got back, and mm. I just. I'm just not ready for it. Like tomorrow morning, like literally just before we started recording, mm. by chance my manager messaged me like, oh, you know, um, I'll try and come in early tomorrow. And I was like, why are you coming in early? Like you're starting. Then I checked my roster. I'm the one who's opening the store tomorrow and I didn't bloody realize it. So oh, no. like really it's just uh, – I don't know like, about re- retail. I'll have to say touch wood. Not that it matters. I'm not going back to retail anytime soon. But I did not like, you know, you could think you're working one shift and then realize you're working another. Yeah. So I was pretty I – I don't think that ever happened to me. Maybe once. See, that's like no, but I'm. I think I'm just used to doing the Thursday night close rather yeah. than the open because we, might change not, things. I mean, that would be easy oh, I think if she they must kept have things something the same. On. Oh yeah, I think she just had something. That's not the point. Anyway, I think I it, I'm just. I'm back. There. I don't know if you heard. Oh sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> looking at you. Up. God damn it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> the moment's over, but you know, <laughs> just to reinstate in case no one heard, I said that wouldn't be easy. If they just kept the things, oh, easy. It would be easy if they kept things the same, but they didn't. Yes, but um, thank you. Sorry, sound effects again. That's okay. Um, but yeah, no. Look, that's probably been the the pit. But um, at the same time, being back, like it's just been nice to be back in a routine. Although being on holiday was really bloody lovely and well needed. Yeah, and you were saying last time how you with the trip, you sort of weren't knowing. Not how to feel about it, but it was it was a bit different to your other trips. So yeah, and it worked out well. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what? I have to admit, and I thought of you straight away. The oh. we got there and we got to our hotel. We changed because like it was boiling hot. Mm. We were like we're in leggings and jumpers from the plane. It was <laughs> cold, and it's like we got there. By the time we got to our hotel, it's probably nine nine thirty, ten o'clock, and it was boiling outside. So oh, we went wow. for a bit of a walk. And I just felt uneasy, like not for anything. Yeah. And I've never felt like that before when I've traveled. And I thought, oh my God, is this what like Emily feels all the time? Yeah. And um, and it it really, honestly, I think it was just because all the shops were closing. It was where we stayed was more of a residential area. Um, And I think they are a little bit more conservative there. And I don't think I realized that. So I was like walking around in shorts and like a tube top. And I just felt a bit exposed. And I was a bit like, people looking. And well, the only non-Asians there as well. And <laughs> no, not, no, I'm not saying yeah, that, you I know, know, but, but I mean like there was a lot of attention on us yes, and people just yeah. kept on looking at me and I just felt really like uncomfortable. Yeah. But then like the next morning, like we went out and everything, like it, that completely changes, guess, like that yeah. fizzle. But for that moment, I was like, oh my God, yeah. where am I? What am I doing? <laughs> but like it was literally for like five minutes until we went back into that because everything was closed. It was actually so, nothing yeah, we could really yeah. do. But um, no, honestly, the trip was fantastic and it was better than I could have expected. So, so yeah. good. Like, I can't believe it's over. Like, I'm, I have to keep reminding myself because it was only six it was days. Only though. six like, days. I was at work for a week and I was busy nonstop. Yeah. I was in. And I, usually when I go away, it's like six weeks. Yeah. Like, I know. it's a long period of time. But yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, what are you loving this weekend? Um, I'm actually, I'll probably, I'm probably going to talk about music. Me too. Yes. Oh, great. Continue. Go on. Um, so lately I've been obsessed with Bazzi's album. Oh, me too. I knew you were going to say, yes, and I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Rita. (laughs) Sing. We always, this is awesome. This is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just obsessed with his album. I knew his songs, his main, like mainstream songs, his first one, mine, Mm -hmm. and then Beautiful. 
Um, and then I think I tried, I not tried, I did listen to his album once. And for me to like an album, I have to listen to it a few times. But after the first time, I just wasn't impressed. So I didn't try to listen to it again. And then it wasn't until you mm, brought up, yep. brought up, don't worry. He's about, to, he's about to raise her finger at me and be like, but hang on. I'm like, don't worry, girl. I literally you wait. was. My arm was like halfway there. Halfway across the table, finger towards my face, about to say, don't you wait a second there. Okay, you can put your finger down okay. now. I just wanted to make you feel I felt. No. Um, and then Daniela showed me one of his songs called 315, which I quick, like even just in the car, she showed it to me and I got like, I was like, oh my God, this is good. Yeah, this is so it was, good. It's a mesmerizing song. Like Yes. And then I went away. I was like, okay, I'm going to go over and listen to the album again. And it still didn't catch me so much, but there were a couple of songs to that caught me. And now I'm just obsessed with it. And there's also another song just quickly called Johnny Runs Away, mm-hmm. which is, I think, about I, – I have to look at the lyrics up, but I think it's about a gay boy when he's little, sort of real, like knowing – just liking boys and then the world, his father, everyone telling him not to do it. So that's also oh. an interesting song that I really like with a good message. With a good message but sounds good. Yeah. And also Ed Sheeran's new songs. Oh, my God. This, so good. Yes, I like, oh I like them both. Like, I do um, – the other one with Justin Bieber is growing on me. Yeah, see, I I, that gets stuck in my head. Yeah. Whereas, I like, I prefer the one with Chance, but I, the Bieber one gets stuck in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I love the one Chance. Yeah. The so one so Chance. chance. The, one the one with Chance. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, he's done so well. Like, I have to remind myself, oh, my God, this is Ed Sheeran. And it has a sound in that sounds like from the Black Panther yes. album. Yes. Your, your sister pointed that out to me. I pointed that out to her. Oh, look at that chain effect. So, Daniela, mm-hmm. what are you loving this week? Well, same as Emily with the Bazzy album, but <laughs> this is so Ooh. cliche, Daniela. Hang on, I think you know. On. I think you know this. So, anyone who knows me, oh, known yeah. me for a while, had, like would know that I love the Jonas Brothers, and I was mm. heartbroken when they broke up, and now they're back together, and like I'm just really happy. And uh, their their new album dropped this week, and Yay. honestly, yes, exactly, and um. I was honestly a little bit nervous for it because mm. 10 years ago when they released their last album together, um, it came out and it wasn't that great. And I remember thinking, okay, some of these are good. Like they had the song Fly With Me, which was pretty popular. I um, don't know if you guys remember it, but um, that was a good song and there's a couple of other good ones. But then they had like this other one that was like a country song. And then they had like this yeah. other song with um, – Common, I think is I think it was Common, um, and it was like, don't charge me for the crime, and it's like, wrong place, wrong time. How could you say that's really... not good? I'm really like into it. Yeah, no, no look, that. it was, um, <laughs> yeah, so with this album, I kind of went in like, okay, maybe the release Sucker and Cool, because they're the two best songs, and you know, oh, like, I, I haven't hope, heard but... of Cool. Oh, really? I think you would have heard it. It's like, it plays more than Sucker does. Really? Now. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I was a bit worried, but no. Album's actually really good. Oh, really so happy good. with it. And yeah, so look, we're 2019. Game of Thrones ending was shit, but the Jonas Brothers are back. So hmm. y- you have to pick your battles. But that yeah. um, that's what I'm loving so far this week. So yeah. That's that's good. I'm glad we've both found, like, have an album we love. Yes. And I'm not disappointed. Yes. I've been like, yeah, obsessed with this Bazzi album. Like it hasn't died down. It's just. I'm the same. It's, I'm still high. Yeah. Same here. Yes. Anyway, mm-hmm. I think it's someone's turn for the hot seat. Ooh, all right. About someone being cute. <laughs> oh, really? Because I thought, no. <laughs> so I have to make a really dumb joke. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> you always make dumb jokes. 
sorry. That meant to come out as a joke. <laughs> that was really really mean. It meant to come out as a joke. But I think it was a couple of seconds too late and it just came out as like a... I don't even know. Like a real... I don't even know. I've lost my word. <laughs> That's what you get for being rude. I know. I know. My brain's not used to being like that. Okay, let's yes. move on. All right, please. Just, okay. <laughs> sure. Okay, I'm in the hot seat now. You're in guys. the hot seat. See, that was me setting you up. Was it? For the hot seat. I just feel attacked. Do you feel... But... Well, you're about to get even more attacked. Great, let's questions. go. Bring it on. All right, so do you know what LGBTQI stands for? I absolutely do not. Um, oh, okay. I, I don't. I'm sorry. Like, I know what it is. Can I you know have a try, the... please? Les, what is L, B? So L, Les, G, wait, is it lesbian, lesbian, bi, G, next, gay. Well, G is before B. Oh, lesbian, gay, bi, what's the next letter? T. Trans. Yep. Q. No, I don't want to say Go it. Go on, no, uh, say it. Queer? Yes. Oh, really? I thought that was a like a derogatory term. Um, that one when I was reading up about them, it it confused me a little bit. I think, and I I don't quote me as I could be reading it wrong, but from what I read of it, I think it was more. It's more of an old school term. If you'd say, if you'd say like, yeah, because like then maybe the older generation identify with the word queer yeah, more. They so. do, okay, and I could enough. be wrong. I did read that, but there could be more to the definition of it. Fair enough. I just didn't. I thought it was a more derogatory term. At yeah, the moment, but yeah. okay. Fair enough. Next, and I. I'll be surprised if you know this one. To be honest with you, uh, I don't know this one. So I is intersex. All right. Next question. So next question is. Is your workplace more male dominated or female dominated? Female, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean retail. Well, what? what yeah, I was about yeah, to say. Yeah, I'm in retail, and there is like maybe two men. Yeah. Like in our whole floor. Um. But do you think it's how about high up? Like, if you were to go high up to the very top. Look, the very even? top is a man, but leading up to that, like all the managers are female. Okay. In the building. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as far as I have ever had to deal mm. with, it's all female. All female. Yeah. Actually, no. In Okay. So in my workplace, it's like that. But my actual, the actual company that I work for is female dominated. Okay. Um, except the company that owns my company is owned by men. Yeah. Yeah. So next question. What are your thoughts on the LGBTQI community? I don't really have thoughts about it. I think it's great that people have a space where they can mm. speak to other people to relate to them, where it's not actually something that they have to hide anymore. Like yeah. it's actually, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really think too much about it. Like yeah. I don't think anything's wrong about it. I don't mm. think anything's. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's become quite a controversial topic like a lot, a lot of people when they hear lgbtqi they're like oh my god a lot of people don't even know there's extra letters like yeah. they're just used to lbgt t yeah and now it's like expanded so a lot of people kind of are like oh my god what like there's so many now but yeah so i was just curious to what your thoughts were on it yeah look i still think there is so many and i think there's no way to talk about this without somehow coming across as politically incorrect because everyone has an opinion on something and yeah look I think I I can go into that a little bit more later Mm. but um I don't really have thoughts about it just because on top of that I think 
it's I I'm not involved in it directly, yeah, as so well, I shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't have thoughts on it per se. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. So, have you ever had an experience in your life, work or not work, when where you felt disadvantaged by the fact that you are a woman? Um. At work, no. Mm-hmm. In my life, uh, a little bit. I think. When I think about my home life, um, I think my my parents are from very different generations. So, like, my dad was born in the late 40s, yeah. whereas my mum was born in the late 60s. So my dad has, you know, kind it's of – Such a He's difference. changed, yeah. And the thing is he has changed quite a fair bit. He's a lot more open-minded now, um, but he still thinks traditionally that there are women's roles in the household, not necessarily, like – it is your job to do it. but that like you know the man is the man the woman is mm. the woman that's how it is sort of thing yeah. um and i think as well he's raised five other kids before me yeah. and i am the youngest and i think i'm the only one as well who like, i think there are a lot of factors there yeah. are a lot of factors with my family and my place in my family but i do think um being a woman i don't I'm not allowed per se to do as much as I probably would have if I were a man. Like, yeah. you know, even just going out clubbing or something like that. Like when my nephew was living with us, he's a little bit younger than me, but my dad would let him do whatever he wanted. Whereas with me, it was, who are you going with? Where are you going? Be home by 12. Do this. You know, like you can't do this. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was very like, that was very prominent to me. It was like, well, if I was a boy, like what if I had a brother who was my, like the same age as yeah. me, like would he be allowed to go out and I'm not like, yeah. So that's kind of the only thing in my life that I've kind of noticed that it's been an issue. But otherwise, in the workplace so far, no. And at uni, I mean, I've been in all-male groups and being the only female there and it's been a bit difficult to be heard. But I don't think it's because I'm a woman. I think it's because they all knew each other. Okay. And they were all friends and they were all like – I'd never worked with them before or anything like that. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's because I was a woman. Mm. And I think that's the thing with – like this sort of topic, it really can be um, like circum- yeah, yeah, situation, circumstantial yeah. because it is like it's not – yeah, like that's a perfect example. It wasn't because you're a woman. It's just mm. because all the guys knew each other and it happened to be a whole group of guys. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, last question. Mm. What are your thoughts on the gender pay gap in obviously the workplace? To be honest, um, I always heard about it and I kind of thought – okay, like surely there's either something we can do or I, I don't know. I always kind of thought, you know what, I'm a woman, but I don't feel like the gender pay gap is going to directly affect me. Yeah. I believe that because I know my work ethic. Yeah. And I've always thought to myself and I've always been taught as well growing up that if you want something, you have to work your ass off to get it. Yeah. People who are CEOs don't just get handed a position of CEO. And I think I'm going to refer to high-paying jobs like – like more um, white collar jobs than anything else because that's where people are noticing the gender pay gap. And I say that with quotation marks, gender pay gap, because upon doing more research, I do genuinely believe that the pay gap is there, but it's not there because someone is male, someone is female. I think it's a very circumstantial thing. And I think um, I was having a chat with one of my friends that – while I was in Hong Kong. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, while I was in Hong Kong. And um, she 
told me about this guy, Jordan Peterson, who is a clinical psychologist, um, lecturer and author. Um, he's Canadian and um, like his most recent, probably most popular book is called The 12 Rules for Life. Um, and he speaks about so many interesting topics like religion, political correctness mm. and whether or not the, pay, the gender pay gap actually exists. And there have been multiple interviews with him where women have gone in and made absolute fools of themselves because they're trying to prove him wrong. Yeah. And he is not saying that there's anything wrong with having a woman at the top. Yeah. Yeah. He is saying that there are very specific reasons. And yes, gender is one of them as to why women aren't, mm. you know, all CEOs or, yeah. you know. And I completely agree with him. I think that as women, we, gen- like, Biologically, we are a ticking time bomb. By the age of 50, even 40, mm. so, okay, let's say 40, if you hit 40 and you haven't had kids yet, you're probably most likely going to struggle to reproduce. Yeah. And that is just a thing that we all know because our bodies don't wait for us. Yeah, yeah. And it is going to be very difficult for women to succeed at the same pace as men because we have these things that are stopping us. And I'm talking generally, like in a general term, uh, I'm, I'm speaking very broadly because yeah. not all women want children or not all women, you know, some people have them very early, some people have them really late. Some people are relying on the, you know, on science to help them have kids, whatever it is. I know for myself, I'm the type of person who I want a good job. And if I could be a CEO of something, I would strive to get there. However, I also really want a family and just the type of person I am, I do want a young family. Like I want to have kids at an age where I can run around with them and I can be active with them while they're like, I want to be young with them, you know, whereas I don't want to have kids when I'm 40 and my back's hurting or I'm too tired to play with them. Like I don't want that. So for me, that already shortens my time frame. Like I want to have at least one kid by the time I'm 30. Yeah. Like that's already something for me that it's like, shit, well, I'm 22 now. How am I going to have a career? And then, you know, and, and then you have to think about it and you go, hold on, if I start my career now, I'm going to have to stop in a couple of years' time to have this kid. And, what, so, okay, let's say I have in total, what, six months maternity leave that I take, three months pre-birth, um, three months post-birth. Let's yeah. say I do that. That's still six months that a man doesn't have to take off. But- I would... Do you think, like, they should just cater more for women? Like, we are the ones who have to have the children. Like, we don't even have a choice to take that time off. Like, exactly. But that's what to. I'm saying. That's the that's the exact point. How can they cater to us? How? How can you have a child and be away from work for however long and then expect to come back in? Like, do you think anyone, man or woman, is going to just be like, oh, there's that other person who's probably a really good candidate for the job that I want. I'm just going to wait for them so it's a fair fight and we can, like, you know, interview at the same time. No, hell no. No one's going to wait for anyone. No one in their right mind who wants a good job will wait for anyone else to see if maybe they're better at the job than them. Absolutely not. I I can't expect, I cannot expect to start my job the same time, and I'm going to use a male as an example, Let's say me and Josh, Josh and I start working the same day and we progress at the same rate. And then one day I have to go on maternity leave. Do you think he's going to stop progressing because I'm not there 
and because he thinks it's fair to wait for me. No, he's not going to. And you can't expect him to either. Mm. That's the same thing if the roles were reversed. If I had a woman in the same position as Josh, so let's call her Rebecca. <laughs> so I started the same <laughs> on the same day as Rebecca and I go on maternity leave. What, is she going to just stay there and be like, oh, I'm just going to wait till Daniela gets back so that when the job comes along, we can have a, you know, the, the interviewees can actually choose between the two. No, she's not going to. And you can't expect anyone to wait for you in life. So, but it's not, they have to wait for you. I think no, they, they have don't. No one, ha- no one has to, if Emily, you've been applying for succumbents at the moment. Mm. If you knew someone else was going for the same job as you, would you say, you know what, you go in first? Would you roll the red carpet out for them? No, you wouldn't because it's a job you want. You wouldn't do that, would you? No, but I think I don't get the whole weight. I think there should be a bit more, okay, say you go off work for six months a year because you've had a baby. I think there needs to be more support to get you back up and running. Absolutely. But that comes to something different. I think the issue with the gender pay gap is not because there genuinely is someone going there like you are a woman and you're not getting paid this much because you are a woman. I think the gender pay gap really comes down to things like opportunity. And it's the fact that, yes, women struggle to get opportunities to move ahead, but it's not because no one – and, like, sometimes it is because no one wants to give them one, but at the same time a woman needs to – like, yeah, we have to fight a bit harder – but it doesn't mean I, – I think when people think of the gender pay gap, people – like so many women sit back and go, yeah, I shouldn't have to work as hard for this. And it's like, no, no, you have to work hard as well. It's yeah, not but going I don't to be think it's about – it, it should be – I shouldn't have to work harder than that male or female who doesn't want kids, for example. But you're going to have to work harder than them because you're going to have to balance these things. But that's things. not fair. Like they have to have kids. It's your decision. You don't, ha- have, you to don't have, have to have kids. And like, okay, you're sitting across from Rebecca who doesn't want kids. You can't look at her and go, that's not fair. Yeah, that's, but I think that's it's... your choice to have kids. That is what's pushing... Think about it this way. I could be in a journalism role right now if I had applied for internships, if I hadn't have gone on holidays... I could be working full time in whatever job, but I have made decisions that have stopped me from doing that. I'm still studying at the moment. I should have been finished like two years ago, technically. My degree was only a three-year degree, but I'm in my fifth year. That's because I've made decisions to stay back. Does that make sense? It's for, In my opinion, it's all it's sacrifices. And unfortunately, as women, we have to make more sacrifices than men. And it is very unfortunate. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I'm saying that it's unfortunate that we have to do it. And I think that, yes, there should be more things. Like I was even saying the other day that uh, childcare is so expensive. So sometimes women have to stay at home because they actually cannot afford to, like, it's actually not, if you work a retail job or you work, you know, just something that's very like a a job that doesn't pay very much and you're only doing maybe like two to three shifts a week Mm. you literally can't even afford like it's it's not worthwhile of sending your kid to childcare so you can go to work because the money you make at those few hours at work you're just paying the childcare like it's actually not even Mm. you're not benefiting from it so yes do I think like in this case I think yes there should be more things to support us to get back into the workforce but I don't think that you know there's these things that are, you know, stopping us. Like, you know, it's a choice that we've made. <laughs> it's a choice that you make to step back and have kids. But what kids. about the men that choose to have kids? That's 
unfortunately, where's their, where's their setback? Nowhere. It is a setback for them too because how can you decide? Like it's this, it's literally the same thing. It's going to be unfortunate. Like the only thing is that men don't do it as often, but the men who do do it have to step back. So do you think that the Josh in their situation is going to wait for them for their friend Mark to come back in? No, they're not going to wait. What do you mean by wait? Wait for what? I'm saying to progress. And the whole thing is the reason why there is a pay gap. It's because, well. In my opinion, it's because women have to step back and mm. do these things and they can't progress at the same rate as men because they okay, have these responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. So if literally if you start a job at the same time as someone else and then you get to say, say there's 10 levels and, you know, level one starting the job, level 10 is CEO. Yeah. Say you get to level seven and then you have to tap out for a few weeks. Yeah. And in those few weeks, Josh has the opportunity to step up to level eight. Do you think he's going to wait for you and be like, no, no, I'll step up when this yeah. person comes back? That way it's an equal opportunity. Okay. No, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. You wouldn't wait for anyone. Yeah. That's- so that's, I think, what you're you're saying. Like the, it's there's a gap because we're just naturally in life, if you have kids, put back because – yeah. You just you put your career on hold while you've got kids. Exactly. But I think yeah, there should be definitely more of assistance when women are coming back in. Like it Absolutely. shouldn't be they've, they've paused at, at level seven and then have to quickly rush to catch up. There needs to be more support to be like, look, hey, we get it. You had to be out. Let's help you try and get up to where you want to be. Yeah. Not. But look, I think that is something. I think that mentality is also a little bit entitled because. I think the help shouldn't be within the workplace necessarily. It should be at home because if let's say they made childcare free or very cheap, that is where you need to be looking because if you can't even afford to send your child to childcare, you're going to be stuck at home with them or, you know, because what's going to, what you think you're going to go back into a, you know, a role in an, uh, say you're a lawyer, for mm. example, and you have the chance to step up and become, um, a director of the company per se. Mm. Let's say you're a really high paid lawyer, you step down, not step down, but you step away to have kids, come back in and there's an opportunity to become a director. Yeah. Like, do you really think someone's going to help you become a director? No. Like just because you had to step back. No, that's, it's a competitive job and you cannot, you cannot afford to think like you're an entitled, you're entitled to something like a hand. No one's going to pull you to the top. That is something you have to work for. If you're a mediocre lawyer, and you want that position just because you feel like you you deserve it because you're a woman and we're so, you know, everything's so unfair. I'm sorry, you don't deserve the position. You need to work for it because then you look at the man and you're mm. like, well, he's working his off too, uh, us off too. He's not sitting there going, oh, you know, yeah, like I'm I'm a man, like I'll just get it. No, he's working as well. You, you can't ignore the fact that the people that you're competing against are competing as well. Do you know what I, I mean? No one's handed anything. I, I get anything. what you mean. I no get what you mean. No one is handed I... anything in life. Unless, fair enough if you're, you know, born into something and you're Donald Trump's son and you're rich as hell and, yeah. you know, you become CEO just by birthright. That's different. I'm talking about working at the same pace as someone and then just expecting like, oh, I'm just going to give you a bit more leniency because you're a woman. No, I don't. I would feel, mm. I would, that would make me feel terrible. Like I... If someone was going out of their way to make things easier for me, I don't think I would feel like I'm fulfilled yeah. because I feel like it's just handed to me and that doesn't make it feel worth 
like I've earned it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And I, I think that's really... I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I think, and I think it really comes from where I work at the moment because they really are, you can be a hard worker, but you're, I think your workplace has a role to be like, to assist you. That's not making it easier for you. That's just, look, it sucks. You had to be the one that got time off to, you know, you gave birth and you had to be with your kids. That's a fact of life. Help them now to catch up of where they were. It's not their fault that they're behind. And I get what you mean that it's a choice, obviously. But in a sense, also, there shouldn't have to be, it shouldn't be a choice between, but you chose your family over your career. It wasn't that a family is a part of life just as your career is. I think there should be processes and assistance to help you catch up. Like genuinely, tell tell me something that is going to actually be effective to implement because I cannot picture like so what they're going to sit you down and be like okay let's do this and let's do da, 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 well if they didn't care like, about on, you I'm not a child it's not like about being let me child, get back though. into work and it's not about it's, it's not, not like saying, you don't it's not like you leave and you go on maternity leave and you forget your job do you know well, what, that's I mean? what I mean like, like if they if they didn't think you were capable if they sat you down when you first got the job and said you know I think as the years go on you can progress to be at this level in between you've stopped to have kids you don't lose that capability in between you and you come back exactly but it shouldn't stop them from being like okay I just think there needs to be more assistance I don't think it's about being making things easier for you but it's about you know acknowledging the fact that you had to stop let's help you ease back into get you back on track to your career thing I think you're thinking potentially more like I'm thinking big companies I'm thinking so I don't know I think it's a very you're working with people that have emotions like you can't just treat them like a number and I think that's that's a really old school not to say you're old school but I'm saying I think that's an old school way of thinking that career is part of your life so they need to work around you a little bit more it's not about like you when when you come to work you have to think yes you're working for them but like without the workers, they're fucking nowhere. So treat them a little bit better. Give yeah, them a bit more benefit. They shouldn't. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, you have to pick up like and do something. You can't just sit yeah, there. Yeah, but and I'm go, not like, saying that they're gonna come in and be like, "Hey guys, I came back from maternity leave. Help me out. Like, I just need to like no, ease I'm back saying, into easily." Yeah, but the thing is, the the issue here is that the the pay gap exists because. Men are progressing at a faster rate. You can't slow down men. That's the whole well, idea. Well, help women speed back up. How? Fucking how help. Do I, I can't. I'm not the one like, to tell you the answers, but, but I'm saying help I'm saying. them. And and I'm sure there are companies who do that, but the gap still exists. I think and men have that natural advantage they to do. help women get exactly. that advantage. That's what I'm saying. But the thing is, they can't help women because they can't say to a woman like, you know, oh, yeah, okay, you know, because by like... Even just to hear, like, it's not saying it to a woman. It's saying to a person. Like, it's not because, hey, you're a woman, you had a baby. Like, it's like, hey, you are a worker. Let us help you get to where you need to back on track. Absolutely, but it's not going to stop the this Josh who started the same yeah, day. Yeah, he can as go you. and do whatever he exactly. wants. Exactly, but the thing is, people are complaining about that, and it's like you can't have both. Yes, support us, support you know, help us get back into it. But I'm sorry, you can't slow down anyone else. I'm not That's saying that. Thing. But no, they're not going to. But my point is that the reason, in my opinion, that it exists is because no one's going to wait for anyone else. And if you take a if if you're running a race 
and you trip over over a hurdle, do you think the people who actually successfully jumped over the hurdle are going to stop and run the rest of the race with you? No, they're going to keep going. You think you view things very you view life very competitively. I think because you have to if you want anything, you have to be competitive. You go for a job interview. What are you going to be there like? Okay, so look, I think I'm good for the job because of this, but you know, you probably did interview someone who's better than me. You're not going to say that. You have to sell yourself. That's life. That is life. If you're going to buy a house, you have to put in the highest bet. That's life because you have to win. You're competing against people every single day. And I think people, if you don't view life as competition to some degree, you're going to fall behind. And it's literally because your mentality is not there. But you have to compete. Even us right now with our podcast, mm. if we want to go anywhere with it, we have to compete. Yeah. We have to. It's the simplest things. It, as simple as going to a restaurant and getting a table. You have to, you know, you're walking at the same pace as another family and you see that there's only one table left. You're going to kind of try and speed up so you can get ahead of them. That's life. I think what I what I have an issue with, and I like I completely get what you're saying. Like I'm not sitting here thinking, no, that just doesn't make sense. Like I get it completely, but I think, like, I just think it's not fair. Like we've been given that that disadvantage that of having to be the child bearer. So I think like that shouldn't even come to that shouldn't come to play if you're looking at something life, work, whatever as a competition. I know you're saying it is a disadvantage, but I just feel like it shouldn't at all be looked at that way. It just it can't be because it's unfortunately not. Unfortunately, it is, and it's something that I don't think will change. I just think it's it's just no. Time yeah, we're going to have to do, agree to disagree because yeah, like, I don't think it's a dis. I get what I get. It, yes, it's a disadvantage, but it should never be looked at that way ever. It's not. But it's no. It's a disadvantage in grand just terms look at a factor. because. Well, yes. But unfortunately, it's a negative factor. (laughs) It's not a factor that's helping you. Like, yes, I mean, it's helping you in terms of your family life, but it's not helping you in terms of your career unless you manage to make a career out of it or you manage to balance or you do sacrifice family time to, like, and that's the thing. Unfortunately, and and it's all very unfortunate. If a woman wants to go back into the workforce, they have to sacrifice their family time. You have to, unfortunately, leave your infant child at home or, you know, with someone else so that you can get back into work and keep progressing. I mean, some people want that. Some people don't. Personally, I think I would be the type of mother who would go back into the workforce quite early on. Yeah. But there are other women who I know stay on maternity leave. Well, not maternity leave. That ends um, (laughs) after a certain period. But who stay at home mums for 10 years. Do you know what I mean? And that's their decision. And then they, like... I'm talking about a very specific example here and I'm talking about someone I know who did stay on maternity well, let's not maternity leave. What do you call it? She, she became a stay-at-home mum for 10 yeah. years. And then once um, her youngest child got into school, mm. she was like, okay, I need to find a job. But she'd been out of work for 10 years. Yeah. And you had all Sorry. these, not just men, but younger people mm. coming in and saturating the workforce that she was once a part of unfortunately, that's the decision she made. She could have gone back to work after she had the first kid. She could have gone back to work after she had the second kid, but she didn't. She stayed home. And unfortunately, she struggled to find a job. Like mm. like in this situation, she got one eventually. But she's nowhere near, near where she, I can imagine, she probably thought she would have been, you yeah. know, when she was 20. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And again, it's your decisions. And I think as well, in general, and listen, I'm a woman who believes 
very firmly in herself. I, I, I really think I'm capable of doing whatever I put my mind to. Yeah. And since I was a kid, I've always said I've wanted to be a CEO, not that it has any relevance to journalism. <laughs> I don't but, care what it is. Yeah. I just want to be <laughs> no, one. No, <laughs> but I've always, you know, even just in my family life, I was always taught aim as high as you can. You can achieve anything. And I think, you know, I think growing up and doing, you know, seeing little goals that I've had and how I've reached them, I think, shit, I am capable. Yeah. And I jump headfirst in every, into everything because I genuinely do think, you know, some way or another, I'm going to get to where I want to be. And it can be very full of myself and I'm sorry if I come across that way. But you have to be a bit like that. You have to have some faith that you are going to get where you want to be at some point in time. Mm. And I think not all women are like that. A lot more, like women are a lot more passive. Not many people, not many women are willing to step on other people to get to where they're going. I'm not saying I'm willing to step on other people. I'm very hesitant to do that sort of thing. You know, if I do something, I want to earn it. I don't want to cross anyone else. But men, on the other hand, have certain qualities that women don't have. And I'm not saying all women Mm. and I'm not saying all men. Yeah. But there are certain aspects. And I'm talking about what Jordan Peterson has said. And I will also link you guys to this particular interview that I'm talking about where he talks about this sort of thing. Mm. And he's a clinical psychologist and in his sessions he actually teaches women how to become more assertive and how to be less agreeable because women are very agreeable and that's our issue. If we have someone coming up to us and, you know, in the workforce doing whatever and then, you know, maybe we see an opportunity for a raise and then we go and ask for it and then they kind of politely decline you, women are more likely to just go, oh, okay, no, fair enough, and drop it. Yeah. Whereas a man, if he believes he deserves a raise, and I'm talking again, generally, they're going to, they're going to you know, insist on it. Yeah. And that's the difference. Biologically, women are more agreeable than men, and that is our downfall. And I'm not saying it's something you can't overcome, and I'm not saying it's something that's inbuilt into everyone. Mm. I'm just saying that, unfortunately, it is a fact of life, another factor which contributes to the pay gap. I think this begs the question of, you know, does the world need to change or do I need to change? And I stand very in between. You know, you have to adapt to what's around you. But I do think the world absolutely has evolved so much over the past year. So part of me does think, yes, I think the world does need to change a bit of its attitude towards certain things like this. I think, you know, women are brought, like, you know, naturally brought, not just brought up, but are disadvantaged from birth because they're the ones that are going to have to have the kids. So I think they need to really just help women a lot more. Okay. Yes, but also... But it's not because women are like, hey, I need help. It's just, it sucks. Like, we do need help. I know, but I genuinely think that help should come from within because if you look at examples of actual societies who have tried to make gender equality a part of their lawmaking decisions, it's backfired, unfortunately. And it's because by nature, people can't be told what they can and can't be. And when you try to define it in any way, it will backfire. And like Jordan Peterson was saying in one of his interviews that in, I think it was Sweden, um, they really made gender equality something that was focused on in their lawmaking, which in theory was incredible. 
But unfortunately, they ended up with ratios, not as drastic, but similar to 20 to 1 female nurses to male nurses. And then a very similar figure to uh, male engineers to female engineers. Mm. And that was because they were just given this influx of of equal opportunity and equal this and that and equal pay and equal this. But it just didn't work out. And then it kind of brings it back. If you were to focus a society on equality, you're almost bringing it back to communism. And it's a big jump, what I'm mm. saying, but it actually yeah, is. No. It yeah. actually is. And unfortunately, women as well, when you think about the roles, like job roles that fe- that women have, most of the time they're just – it's not because they're getting paid less than men. It's because they go for lower-paying jobs. Do you know mm. what I – And then I think he even sp- spoke about – women jobs that women should do like that they are sort of more driven towards like they I feel like they're driven t- towards more of the lower paying jobs exactly and it's not because anyone's pushing them in that direction it's because women just happen to choose those jobs do you think what do you think at schools they're like okay so women are better suited to this this and that and men are better suited to that no if someone's something it's not as much as no but think about think about a retail environment they think let's think about so Let's take um, a department store in the CBD. Doesn't matter which one. Let's just pick. <laughs> just say which one. Um, <laughs> um, Smooth. Yeah. I work for one of them. Yeah, I'm not I was like, God it, damn it, so. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's use that as an example. It is very female dominated. Uh, yeah, dominated, and it's not because you know it's. They hire more women than men. It's not because they want a ratio of more men, women to men. It's just because men don't really go for that position. But is it because they feel like is that when stereotypes come into play? Is it just because what stereotype? Women go, like women go for retail because they have to serve people. But it's not people. even. It's not even a. St- oh come on. Yes, That's I'm bullshit. serious. No, I'm sorry. No. Stereotypes are sometimes. Do you think I I work there because I think I have to serve people? Fuck off! No way. Yeah, no. But it's true. Naturally, why do you think women are all there? Do you think there's no men that's not interested in retail? I'm I'm talking about. Okay, let's narrow it in and say fashion retail. You go to JB Hi-Fi. How many girls do you see there? Yeah, because it's supposed it's more stereotypically a man job. But it's not a man job. It's their interests. Women let's say on this in this scheme are more interested in fashion, so they're going to work in a fashion department store, whereas men by chance, happen to be more interested in electronics. So they're going to work at an electronics. Why would you put a man in the intimate section of of, uh, of a department store? You wouldn't because that's not what, I mean, I mean, it'd be a little bit inappropriate. But if he was really interested in it, fair enough. But if he's not interested in it, why would he even go for that job? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. How do you know when you want when there's such deep-rooted stereotypes? How do people, anyone knows what they want? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, Okay, think about Macca's. People who work at Macca's, it's probably a very equal ratio men to women. It's just because people need a job or and they happen to be interested in hospitality or whatever it is. Or no choice in my case. In your, it wasn't Macca's, but yeah. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is it's a very equal, like it's 50-50 ratio of men to women because it's a job that they're still serving. You see men serving, men cooking, men whatever. That's mm. not a deep-rooted stereotype. It's just a job. I think I always find myself asking the question, if I was born into this world and it was, you know, just I had no, like this may be not the best example, but I had no one around me to affect what I was thinking and what I wanted, I'd be very interested to see what the world would be like. Oh, absolutely. So would I. But I'm, 
I can't. Because I feel like it just it blinds us. How do you, like? I feel like sometimes people think they want something, but is it because they've just been led in that direction without even knowing, without like, anyone actually? But that's like nature versus nurture, and you can't even begin to delve into that. Like, mm. if we were to spend our lives going, hmm, I think society wants me to do this, but I'm going to do that instead. Are you really going to be happier? Or are you just going to be doing it because you think you want to be opposed to society? Like. What if you, like, I wanted my job. I wasn't here sitting, oh, like, I need to serve people. I need, no, I just, I just, I needed a job that was, that just happened to be the job that I wanted. But think about nurses. Don't you think, like, by chance, it is a more female dominated job. And it's not because, what, women are healers. You've got male surgeons too, but unfortunately you have, like, not unfortunately, but by chance you do have this ratio of, in, you know, Sweden's case, 20 to 1 male nurses, uh, sorry, female nurses. Do you, do you think that's a deep-rooted stereotype? Tell me how. You're nodding. Tell me how. I'm just thinking it's deep-rooted because it's just been there for fucking years. You don't years. think these women have chosen. Like, no, I'm not the saying thing. they haven't chosen women it. Women have chosen it. Like, how, like, I feel like that it goes into the play. Like, how many men are there just feeling like they can't do certain jobs because it's not manly enough and vice versa for women? How many women tradies are there? Do you think there's – I feel like there's so many that stop themselves from doing it because I feel like it's not accepted still. Yeah, but that's that's something that we're growing into. Like that's something that we actually cannot physically – like a government come in can't come in and go, okay, everyone, it's fine to do – it. you can't. And if you think about – if you're talking about society and what society thinks, we can't change that. And unfortunately, you can't change it. No one can. No one can. Not if they keep the attitude that way. Emily. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm pushing you. I am. You are pushing me because <laughs> if people have been trying and have been killing themselves to make a change for hundreds of years, from things like slavery to genocide to anything, revolutions, mm. think about actual you know, political revolutions that have happened. People kill themselves to make these changes. But unfortunately, as humans... No one will ever agree on anything. Mm. You have, yes, groups who do agree, but you're always going to clash with someone. Yeah. So unfortunately, you have to take a step back and think, I am not going to consider outside um, outside perspective, outside, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to fight for what I want. And you're going to have to try and succeed by yourself that way because yeah. no one's going to help you. No one's going – like you. and I think anyone who kind of sits back and goes, I'm entitled to this, is really going to be in for a rude shock because they're not going to get anywhere in life, mm. unfortunately, because you're going to have people who are 10 times more motivated than you, whether it be for good, whether it be for bad, they're going to be more motivated and unfortunately they're going to be ahead of you, mm. regardless of if you're male or female. That's just life with anything. Yeah. We could keep going. We I could, could keep, keep saying going. things to what we you said. Do you going. like the word entitlement? I think you assume a lot of people think they're entitled to I certain do. things. I do. And I think people who really fight. And I think what pisses me off about this whole situation is that you have, and I obviously am a woman, and I want the best for myself and for the people around me and for other women as well. But I think there are women who are ruining the conversation for us because they are entitled. Yeah. And I think that really is what is holding us back as well. Yeah. Because you have women out here. Like there's this, um, there's this uh, she's a model and a beauty blogger, but she was she had studied political science and journalism. Her name is uh, Farrell McDoom. I hope I'm pronouncing that properly. Um, 
And she was on the news the other day. She was mm. on um, Good Morning Britain or something like that because she believes that stay-at-home mum should receive a wage. Yeah. And that was something like, like... as in beyond their maternity leave, you mean? Yeah. Okay. I'm talking stay-at-home mums, unemployed, oh. unemployed stay-at-home mums. Okay. She believes that they deserve yeah. a wage. And then you have people like that who are out there publicly saying these things. Mm. So, of course, you're take, that's making all women take 10 steps backwards because yeah. then you have these other people who go, hold on, why are you going to get a wage for being an at-home mum? not saying it's not a job. I'm yeah. not saying it's not a hard job. But anyone can stay at home. So what you then you're going to have people come out and say, oh, I need a shower every day. I should yeah. get bloody paid for showering. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like and I, I don't I hate, I do hate the conversation. Yeah. I hate, I do hate entitled people that sort of come in and think I deserve this. I just exactly. deserve it. I, I'm, I believe absolutely in hard work. Like you have to work hard for something. I, we, I was having this conversation with someone at work and he was, he was, he in particular is in, um, like the HR department he was saying you know we help we help our workers to get where they want to go and but he said at some point they you know if I've come back to them six months time saying oh how are you going with your like career plan for example and they say and he's like did you try this this and that you know the steps you have to take because you can't just if you want to get somewhere you have to move exactly and he was saying how some people don't so I agree completely that's like I think that's my whole point I think they have to HR work something. can only do so much mm. and that's why I was saying when you were before when you were saying they need to do more they need to do more yes 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 but it's up to the individual to progress on that yes but you I can't think... expect someone to set a ladder for you you know say you're in a ditch they put a ladder in the hole and then you actually just want to like hold onto the rails and let them pull you up. No, you have to climb the ladder. Yeah, and I think yes, but I think they're giving how, you the ladder. How like, how it was coming across was like the impression I was getting. Like it needs to come a bit both ways. Yes, it has to come from you mostly because well, it's it's your it's your path. You have to drive the car, but I think there has to be some help and direction. Yeah, and look, I agree with you there, but I think. If we're going to split it down to ratios, it's going to be like 60% hard work and the rest. Yeah, hard work has to be hard work, commitment, and you actually work, like obviously working for it, has to be there. I, yeah. I don't and, think and it has to be. And you can't complain that I don't think else any woman that comes in after maternity leave should be like, okay, guys, let's let's go. Like, yeah. you know, and give I me think all they the... can't even be upset that people have progressed during their time. Yeah, off. no, like, I that's think that's. Not, I agree. Um, like, they... Yes, fair enough. Like, and it may seem unfair, but it's like that was your decision. And yeah. even if I, there are, I can understand there are times when maybe it wasn't your decision; it just happened, whatever. But unfortunately, that's something that you've had to take on. And unfortunately, this pay gap between men and women exists because of our circumstances as women. And I'm not saying it's fair or unfair. I'm just saying that, you know. If you want something, mm. work hard for it. Mm. And I think that same person I was talking about later, I mean earlier, was saying how <laughs> how he was talking about, you know, a particular position he would like to progress to. Mm-hmm. But there's so much conversation in the workplace at the moment, not just our workplace, just every, every workplace, how in higher positions there's more men. And then he was like, it sucks because if it comes for my turn to step into this role ever – I, I, he almost feels disadvantaged because it's like, well, they might consider not giving to me because I'm a man and they want to put more women exactly. in leadership roles. And I was sitting there like, yeah, that sucks. Like I yeah. don't want, I just want people really at the end of the day, I want people to be treated equal. equally. I, want e- to- I think 
the important thing, if there should be a change in anything, is equal opportunity. Absolutely. Not yeah. privilege. Yes. That is where I stand because mm. people are fighting for privilege and I don't think that's right. Mm. It's the same. like, And that's the whole concept of feminism and why people are so heated about discussion is because there are genuinely women who want privilege mm. and not equality. Yeah. And that defeats the purpose. I agree. I hate that. It makes my... Like makes my stomach twist and like like vile to me. Like it's just like no, like fuck that. Like fuck that. I see people as people. I don't care what fucking sex you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care what color you are. I don't care where the hell you come from. I'm gonna see you as a person. I'm not gonna see you as a man. I'm not gonna see you as a woman. And I'm gonna treat you equally. Unless you're a dickhead, then I'm not gonna like you. <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly. about it. I'm not going in thinking he's a man. man exactly. And I think you know, for my myself, sometimes you know. I might approach something differently to a man, but it's not unequal. It's just because then that's a whole other topic. Yeah. It's about your trust no, but with men. Honestly, and-, and this is the thing now, there are workplaces who are implementing ratios mm. and it's like, hold on, that's not fair either. Like fair enough. Ratios. Giving, yeah. So, f- for example, if they need to hire a team of people, they would say just to keep things even or to keep things where did I see that? Yeah, it's it's even in Parliament. Um, Who was what was I reading? Oh my god, this is going to drive me nuts! And they were saying they had an equal amount of men. I think it was Jordan saying mm. how they hired an equal, equal amount, amount of men, of men equal yeah. amount of women, and it backfired because it just wasn't like exactly. you just have to hire the person that's right for right that for the job. job. Like, exactly. And I suppose it sucks when you you know it just seems you, everywhere you turn it's men, men, men. But mm-hmm. you can't control. You just have to either trust that they're the right for the job exactly. unless it comes to the point where you're working with this man and you think absolutely not yeah 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 and I think that's a different story as well mm. like there are going to be workplace issues there are going to be times where people aren't right for the job and yeah. unfortunately get the job but again this would, that's life this would be we won't talk about it but now is another topic about unconscious bias what Unconscious bias? Is that the Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> I didn't Did I say it completely wrong? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting thing. There's mm-hmm. a test out there that you can actually do. Oh. Um, yeah. You can actually go and do a test and it has like, I think, pictures and ask you questions and it, then you find out whether you're unconsciously biased. biased. I would love to do that. I'd be terrified to do that. I think... We can, <laughs> I love our... I, know. <laughs> I would love that. I'm terrified. Because I, I think... But the thing is, I think maybe me being scared is maybe a good thing because it's like... I would. I want to work in it, but I'm scared of that harsh truth that maybe I. Well, have that's that why I would love bias. to do it because I would love to know. Mm. Like so, I so I can work on it. Yeah. We're coming from the same place. You're just I know. Scared I'm about just it. like, I want it's to like, do it's it. like someone who like needs an injection. Like, like <laughs> I'm scared of them, but you'll do it. But it's the same outcome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, that so, yeah, was look. That was a very interesting topic. I think that was a really interesting debate. Yeah. Like, uh, and I was very curious to chat with you about it because I didn't. I kind of thought you would have mm. the outlook that you did because I think this is where the more logic versus emotion comes in. Yes, mm. I I definitely think that's so because I know I could talk to a lot of women who will say who will side with you and mm. I'm actually curious to see what people have to say about this episode yeah. so please and think like, again like at the end of the day I absolutely get where you're coming from and everything I'm the same. makes sense Every, and same with mm. you but I think to actually implement these things is going to be an issue. And unfortunately, maybe not in our lifetime, will we see mm. a successful implementation of this ideology? So I think it's evolving the world. It's I have evolving. Trust. It oh, might look, not be now is. in our lifetime, like you said, exactly. but I think it's evolving. But what I'm saying is for our lifetime, 
we're going to have to learn mm. to adapt to it. I wonder it. what the world would be like. Like the fact that, you know, 100 years ago, the world was unrecognisable to what it is today. It's just so unrecognisable. And I, I find that really fascinating. And I feel like, can it change much more? But I think it, you know, the impossible can happen. Yeah. Like, you know, if you go back 100 years and you say, hey, this, this and that is going to be, this is what it's going to be like in 100 years. People would be like, nah, that's not real. That's not possible. Yeah. No, I agree with yeah. you there. And so. it'll be very interesting to see what happens and what comes of it. Um, but, look, that's my take on it. And I think if there's anything I want you guys to take away from my perspective is that you need to work hard. And I'm not saying that women don't deserve equal opportunity. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying that equal opportunity should be something that is very prominent in a workplace. <laughs> yeah. Like, it needs to be prominent in a workplace but I think at the same time, you cannot sit there and be a bit too entitled about mm. this whole thing. And I th- can't think as well where, you know, there'll be a situation where you're actually going to really notice a gender pay gap yeah. unless you really are at the same level as someone else who happens to be a male. Yeah. You know, and I think, look, just life, unfortunately, is tough. You don't always get what you want, but if you work hard, something might come out of it. Yeah. And that's all I – that's my my take on it. And I think mm. if there's anything I need you guys to take away, it's just that work hard and hope to God that you get an equal yeah. opportunity at some point in your life. Yeah. I think for me it's – it's yeah, definitely you have to work hard. Like I I take pride in – like I love when I can come home at the end of the day and say I did my best. Exactly. Whether it, Whether it was enough, I don't know, but mm. I did my best. But yeah. I think I think the world in general has – needs a bit more empathy, I think, about the situations and just being like... I think even just, not just empathy, but just awareness. Yeah. Because there are so many people who don't realise it. And I think as well, like, on a smaller scale, people don't notice it because it doesn't necessarily exist. Mm. And it's not... I'm not saying that it, it doesn't happen by chance. I'm just saying that the people who are talking about it so much are the people who are in higher positions. Yeah. And, yeah, I think, and there are circumstances which to why as to why it's happening. Yeah, I think we're very lucky in this country in particular. Like when we were um, talking about, you know, let's talk about the gender pay gap. I was sort of like, and it just happened to come up in work this week as well. So it was really like interesting. I was sort of like, oh, like I don't feel like we have that here, but I think, you know, there's places that have it, and not just Absolutely. gender pay gap, but the gender inequality. Oh God, look, that's a completely mm. different. That's yeah. a completely different topic and mm. we could go so in-depth about that and I think we should because mm. there is so much that happens to women that is disgusting oh. in some countries yeah. and you can't even – I think this this conversation and that conversation don't – they It's part one and part two. Honestly, but yeah. I, I think what actually happens to some women in a broad term of gender inequality doesn't deserve to be put with a minuscule problem like this. I'm not saying the gender pay gap is a tiny problem but I'm saying that – there are some terrible things that happen to women because they live in a society where there is such inequality. Mm. And I think that that needs to be spoken about in such depth and yeah. that really needs to be like understood and focused on, yeah. not just mixed in with this. So I think we should definitely talk about that. And if yeah. you guys are interested in hearing about it, Yeah, I'd be so interested to hear what everyone has to say about this episode because this was yeah. really – we sort of got, went in a bit like yeah. <laughs> she just came back from overseas. Like we were a bit – it was a bit – 
different to the other two we had yeah. like even just how we planned it was a little even bit just different topical like this it, is, it was just yeah. even just talking about it I, was, I didn't go into this thinking this was going to be much of a debate yeah but then you, you started- know what I kind of <laughs> felt like it was going to be only because I know us oh, yeah <laughs> I was like, and I know I'm taking a stance that not many people at first glance would take because at the same time when before I really looked into this topic mm. I was very much the type of person like women need help and women need this and that and then I I looked into it and I thought okay I'm all know. about looking things from all perspectives yeah. all perspectives oh look I'm not saying that I'm disregarding oh, no, other perspectives exactly my right. whole thing is that I do have this perspective and I think what will work for me mm. is to get off my ass and actually do something yeah. and, I think and that's if I what's... do have to stop and have kids that's my decision and unfortunately yeah. I'm going to have to deal with that and mm. I will and it's not going to be unfortunate because that's what I want yeah but will it affect my career yeah. I think it will. And I was thinking about this question today. I don't even know how it came into my mind, but it did. And it was like, how do you treat everyone equal while meeting individual needs? And I think exactly. it might not even be an answer to that because that is just, it's almost impossible. Exactly. You can't, you can't please everyone. I no. think that's, that's, this is an issue where it's like, you're never going to please anyone, anyone. forever. Yep. No one's ever going to be pleased unless you lock them up in a little room What's the word I'm looking for? Virtual reality and they can just live their own live life. Live their own lives, you know? yeah. And then what good is that anyway? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I think I like challenges in life. Like it shows like people can grow oh, from things 100%. like that. Like A hundred percent. You need, like we were saying earlier. In not this, to say like, you know, pay me less. I want a challenge. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we were saying at the very beginning, mm. nothing in life comes easy. Yeah. And if it were easy, we'd have nothing to talk about. If it was easy. Yeah. No one would have anything <laughs> beneficial to bring to the world. Yeah. If, if everything was easy, there'd be no Martin Luther King. There would be mm. no anyone. Yeah. Anyone who has made, who has had to take a stand for something. Yeah. They wouldn't exist because, yeah. you know, and I, those are people that we've needed. Yeah. So, look, anyway. I think with that, we should probably <laughs> wrap, wrap up. it up. This look, was an interesting episode. It, like, I'm, yeah. I'm like <laughs> looking at you like, what just happened? I know, me too. <laughs> yeah. me it too, got heated there. Like my, my heart was racing. I was like, Yeah, look, I'm not going to okay. lie. I had to take a few sips of water throughout because my voice was just getting yeah, strained. Yeah, I know. Strained. I was like, voice is getting high. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was watching. We've got like a, a soundboard in front of me and I was watching the <laughs> levels rise up into the red and I was like, do I take, do I sit back a little bit? Do yeah. I put my voice down? I don't know. <laughs> Look at us, we're still laughing. And see, like, exactly. we're coming, like, this is what I think we touched base on the very first episode, how our perspectives can be so different. Like, this was a really, I pushed you a bit, I think. You did. Yeah, and you pushed you're, me a bit. I was like. pushing buttons, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I do like doing that. No, I like, I like. No, look, you've got to have a devil's a, advocate in yeah, your life. Because absolutely. if everyone had, like, if everyone thought the same, like, mm. in your life. You're going to have a very difficult time coming yeah. to terms with things when they don't happen your way. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And I hope that this kind of dynamic can actually help you guys come to your own conclusions. And I think that mm. was our whole point with making a podcast I in know. the first place is that we do have very different opinions yes. sometimes. They do come from different places. But at the end of the day, we want to inform you guys on what's going on in the world and just allow you to come to your own opinions yeah. and say, okay, maybe I go with Emily in this part, but Daniela makes sense yeah. with that. And, but Emily said this and that really made sense yeah, too. And you know, somewhere in the middle. Exactly. And I think that's, what's most important. I really hope that's what you guys can take away from today's episode and future episodes that yeah. are like this. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be so interested to listen back to this. 
Me I listened too. to the first one like three times. I listened to the second one. I think I'm about to start my third time. I just like, <laughs> it's like listening back because it's a conversation. Obviously, I'm very interested in what yeah. we're talking about. So I'm listening back and it's like I learn something a little bit each and every time. I think this is just, this is a really interesting, yeah, episode. I yeah. think so as well. And look, just, I think we'll just wrap that up here. Mm. And honestly, I really hope you guys enjoyed this. Yeah, me um, too. <laughs> look, I enjoyed it. I got a bit heated, but I did yeah. enjoy it. Um. And I just wanted to read something to Emily. So uh, one of my friends, Katie, uh, from the Uh, US, she messaged me saying, um, like, she's like, my jaw dropped about episode two. Um, Like, are you kidding? I love this episode, though. And then she was like, also, Danny, this podcast makes me miss you so much. And hi, Emily, we never met, but I love you too. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't. I can't. Even right now. Oh, my God. Hi, Katie. Oh, that's so, so so sweet. sweet. I know. And you're... You're showing me messages of people that I don't know that are talking about podcasts. I'm like, I want to bloody meet you. Let's meet yeah. right now. Talk about it. Like, oh, that's so lovely of her. Yeah. And I just thought oh, I had to so tell you. And I really her. wanted to tell you while we we're recording as well because I just, like, I read that and I thought, oh, my God, you know what? We're probably doing something right oh in that God. case. And I hope you guys think feel the same. Because, I know. Yeah. We're getting a lot. Like, again, I know we said this at the beginning, but it's ridiculous how many people have been so supportive of it and, like, I'm sitting there, like, I'm, I feel, like, ridiculous. Like, we are doing, we started this for ourselves. Like, if people yeah. listen to it, amazing. But this was enough for us. Yeah, but this is absolutely. just incredible. Like, yeah, and we can't thank you so help. much. Yeah, thank you so much, exactly. Katie. That was so lovely. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's, and the fact that someone can connect to you. <laughs> to and you, having, and they've never met you. I know, like, like that's, yeah. that's what you want. Like, that's exactly, job done. Job <laughs> done. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. So look, I Aww. look, I think if, you know, for those of you who are listening, just know that this means so much to oh, us yes. and we are really here for you guys and yes. like seriously, we just we want this to be as enjoyable for you as it is for us. Yeah. So thank you again so much and thank you for tuning in again this week. Yeah. Um and that's all we have time that's for. That's all we have so. for. Like again, if you want to contact us, contact us at hello dot dnms at gmail.com or follow us on our instagram it's just the dnm podcast yes that's right so enjoy the rest of your week yes, enjoy um, the rest again of week. let us know absolutely and, um, welcome to feedback and yes yeah, and don't else. forget to send in some of your hot seat questions oh as well. yes yes absolutely. i would love to have a like that would be so interesting yeah like, i'd love, love you guys to, get to have a dig at us involved, like, like yeah absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> jinx, jinx. <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you so much guys thank have you so week. much have a good week bye, bye.